this week's parsha, parsha's Korach. Just recently, we were to do some promoting in Chavetz Chaim circles. So I'm hoping maybe I have a few more Chavetz Chaim listeners this week. So in honor of that, we'll do a Chavetz Chaim shmuz this, style shmuz this week. In the way that I'd like to do them during this format. So the main topic of the parsha is obviously the topic of Machlokas. The concept of Korach is the idea of Korach making a rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu. And his name becoming, even though he thought he was right, his name, he was L'shem Shemayim in his mind. At the end of the day, he's become forever synonymous with the concept of Machlokas. The concept of Machlokas in general, of disputes, barring, is something which people speak a lot about, about the importance of avoiding Machlokas. But the problem is, how does that speak to us? Because none of us are involved in Machlokas. Other people are involved in Machlokas. We're not involved in Machlokas. Somebody's angry at me. Okay. So he's angry at me. So he's upset about something. He has to go deal with that. Let's say I'm mad at somebody else or I avoid somebody else. Okay, that's because they violated my boundaries and they were rude to me and I have to protect myself. I'm not going to be a shmata. So I'm also, I'm not involved in machlokas. They're the bomb machlokas. Even with, even with halachic things. I remember I was once involved in a camp when, uh, I was before my time, that I heard that there was a, a yeshiva shechevra hacking up the rav about, in the camp about the Erev. And people are like, oh, machloikas. Okay, and if you go to them, they'd say, you're laughing because you don't know anything about Erevin. If you know Erevin, the Rav's doing something wrong. He has to fix it. It's also, it's the proper thing to do. We should just ignore, we shouldn't push him to fix the Erev. So no one's involved in machloikas. So how do we approach this topic of machloikas? So I want to share with you an interesting Rashi that hit me. So Moshe is challenged by Korach and Dasan Vavi. And it says in Perik to Zion Pasuk Yudbez, Moshe sent to call Dasan Vaviram, and they said, We're not coming. Why did Moshe send forth for them? Says Rashi. From here we see, Shein Machzikin B'Machlokas. Hard word to translate. Let's translate it like art scroll. That you shouldn't keep a Machlokas going. You shouldn't keep up a dispute. So Moshe went after them to restore harmony with them with words of peace. You see, for me, you shouldn't be machzik b'machlokas, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu went out to make peace with them. Gemara in Rashi's quoting a medrash. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says it from a slightly later part of the story, and it says that a person's machzik b'machlokas, he's overbeloved. He shouldn't be like Korach. That's the Isser of being involved in machlokas. So it's a puzzling Rashi, because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't start this fight. Dasan Aviram started up with Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, they're the machzik machlokas. Moshe Rabbeinu is not the machzik machlokas. It's a bizarreness. Moshe Rabbeinu should go after people who challenge the whole leadership of Moshe Rabbeinu and Kaisel. Moshe should degrade himself to go reach out to them to make peace. And you say it's, it's a good thing to go make peace. That's called the machzik b'machlokas. Because the implication is that Moshe had to do that so he shouldn't be machzik b'machlokas. It implies if he wouldn't have done this, they would be called being machzik b'machlokas. Moshe Rabbeinu would violate a law by not reaching out to Das and Aviram to make peace. So what do, what do you want from Moshe Rabbeinu? So apparently Chazal were teaching us that the understanding of a person's responsibility to make peace and to avoid machlokas is much more complicated than we would have thought. I, that even times when you say, I didn't do anything wrong, I don't have any response, I'm not the one involved in the fight, I'm on the outside here, that in fact, that at least Moshe Rabbeinu's case, that there would be violating a law of being involved in strengthening Machlokas for him not to go out and try to make peace and end the Machlokas. 
So obviously when you give a general speech about Machlokas, but as I said before, everybody's right and nobody's involved in, everybody's interested in writing what they're doing. What occurred to me is maybe you see from the Rashi an idea that you should find a Rav who understands the Torah wants from us and understands people and go over to him and discuss with him the five, ten different fights that we have in our life and see, am I, in the, am I okay that there's nothing more I should be doing to make peace? Like, okay, that neighbor got into a fight with me about this and I got into a fight with that person about that, about babysitting or apartment hacks or who knows what, and that's it. Or maybe I have an achrayis, maybe I should be doing more. Maybe the Rav would say that the Torah's perspective is that you should be doing more to end the fight and end the machlokas. Sure, just a thought that I had. End on. I just end on a positive note about machlokas. I once heard from my Rav Welcher, he asked Rav Kenerik, Allah HaShalom, What's Pshat in the mitzvah of Adelo Yada? It's a, a bit of an interesting mitzvah. And Rav Kinnerik told him that a lot of fights in life are about petty things. And when a person gets a little loose, sometimes people can make shalom. You have two guys, Rabbi Walter said, he saw two guys in yeshiva, they never got, everybody know these two don't get along. On Purim, they're a little loose, they got up, they danced with each other, and then after that, they got along. And I know of, uh, somebody once gave me a very interesting idea. They said that, they give shalach manos to people who, have, who, have, who are upset at them about stuff. That's, that's part of their process of shalach manos, you know, to be marbereus. I thought it was a great, and some people, sometimes you can have like a silly fight about nothing for 20 years. I know somebody and they did it. And they gave the shalach manos to somebody and it ended the machlokas. After that, they got along. It's like, oh, if only we would have thought of that 20 years ago. It's some silly fight about nothing. Sometimes it's more complicated. It's a real fight. You know, you, you damaged my car, and now you're giving me a mishalachmanos of a grape juice and some wine, and and things can be more complicated. But at the end of the day, sometimes it can be very simple to end a machlokas, and it's a shame to spend so many years not talking to a neighbor or having a bad relationship with family and all these different machlokas that people have in life. It's worthwhile to be shol eitzah, to find, to make it a priority to find a way to be marbish shalom, to increase shalom. As we know, I don't have to talk to you about the importance of shalom. Maybe bizoche, to have more shalom in our lives, to have more shalom in Klai Yisrael, and bizoche through that to someday bring in the B.S. Gold Sadiq from Hei Amenu Amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos.